Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. This is where you're going to find some great tips and resources for getting out of overwhelm and stress and into health and wellness the easy way. Do you have stress and overwhelm in your life? Are you feeling disconnected and maybe looking for purpose in your life? Have you lost your motivation and your direction? You are in the right place, my friend. Welcome. Because we're here to bring you a sacred space for getting grounded into health and wellness the easy way. Making small, manageable changes in your life one little step at a time can shift your life in huge ways. Today, I have the special honor of introducing our guest today, Dr. Z. She is an author and has written several books, such as The Joy of Letting Go of Your Biomedical Career, The Ultimate Quitter's Guide to Flourish Without the Burnout. She currently has a new book called The Medicine Mage, 12 Steps from Depleted Doctor to Magic Healer of the New Earth. I had the privilege of being interviewed with her before she published The Joy of Letting Go of Your Biomedical Career, and she is a lovely person full of joy and wisdom. Thank you so much and welcome, Shumei. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, you're welcome. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. I wonder if you wouldn't mind telling us a little more about you so that we can get to know who you are and what you do. Um, <laughs> it's it's really a long story talking about <laughs> who I am. Um, I was trained as a immunologist and I have been doing biomedical research uh, as an immunologist and in the immuno-oncology area for more than <laughs> decades. Yeah. And, um, and I started my journey to become a wellness coach and eventually a life coach um, more than five years ago. Um, what I noticed in my life, and as just you just introduced at the beginning, is more and more people these days getting very anxious, stress, and even depression. Oh, for sure. Um, we see that a lot. I noticed this in my life and in the surrounding of my career. Uh, surprisingly, in the healthcare sector, uh, the doctors, the nurse, you know, even the biomedical scientists. We are supposed to lead people in health and wellness, but unfortunately, <laughs> we've, we become the population getting more and more stressful. And uh, in the United States, doctors are not the healthiest population <laughs> and having uh, a lot of health issues ourselves. So this really lead me to become a uh, wellness coach and life coach and even career coach uh, to really look into what has been missing uh, in our current house care system and how come we, um, a provider of the house, become sick. And I really, it is my goal to lead people into the world. There's no more sick doctors taking care of sick patients. <laughs> That would, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So how, how are you able to do that? How, how can we get some answers there? Um, like you said, you know, we want to make things easier. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, you know, our healthcare system getting more and more complicated. Uh, with the advance of our technology, our life is not become easier. <laughs> Even though we want to use technology to make our life easier, but it, it turns out to be more and more complicated and, and even the healthcare system. So to make things easier is really to find our way a little back inwards and really find the least resistant paths and which will be much easier. Oh, absolutely. I love that you brought up the technology and the constant bombardment that we we carry with us in our smartphones everywhere you go. Um, so tell me a little bit more about the technology that we carry with us all the time. Are there things that we can do that we can reduce the impact of the stress and overwhelm from that technology? Um, technology itself is not bad. You know, um, it will help us a lot. What I am concerned is when we develop technology, where was our um, motive coming from? Is it coming from a joyful you know, place or is it coming from fear, insecurity? Ah. And that determines how we use our technology and the consequence of the technology. If the development of technology is coming from a loving, peaceful, joyful place, the way we use the technology will help us. But if it's coming from a fear, anxiety, insecure place, it will make our, make our life actually more complicated. You are spot on with that. It's beautifully said. And ab- absolutely, I agree 100%. And if I am in fear of missing something that's going on or some new drama, or I want to, you know, engage in a debate about our current political situation. I It's coming from that place of fear, fear of missing out, fear of not catching all that drama. And I think that it can be sort of addictive to, you know, we get, we get trapped into this, this fear cycle. And then where we're plugged into in our social media through those electronic devices can really keep that, that stress and anxiety going. But I love if it's coming from a place of love and peace and joy that, you know, I could be doing perhaps a meditation app on my phone or listening to peaceful sounds versus angry ones. Right. Exactly. You know, the way what kind of technology we we invent to this world and how we use it. It's all like what you said, where it's coming from. That's beautiful. Well, I understand that you wrote a new book. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the new book is uh, about 12 steps from a depleted uh, doctor to um, the healers of new age. and. Um, when I was coaching a lot of uh, physicians or scientists, and one of the things I noticed is they kind of lost their passion. And the reason they burn out is they are forcing themselves to do something that is no longer serving their original purpose and calling. But they have no way out. 
they just keep going in and in. And in. For example, for scientists, um, being a scientist, I love to call it a natural philosopher. And it's really exploring the wonder of this universe. But more and more, we become very practical into the medical field. And <clears throat> we call it translational science. Mm -hmm. Almost like you cannot even get funding if you don't call yourself translational. Pretty much you have to give some molecular mechanism of a disease so that pharmaceutical company can screen some chemical compounds <laughs> yeah. according to your according to your finding of certain you know markers, cancer markers or a signaling pathway so that the compound can can block it and then can you know inhibit it or stimulate it uh, and having new drugs to put on the market. <laughs> so you know, and, and physicians, on the other hand, they were passionate about saving people's life and bring health into people's life and prevent disease. But more and more, they're disconnected to their patients. And they're more fear into the fear of making mistakes, having medical accident, you know, and the shorter it, it becomes, they, they, they seeing their patients and, and everything become digitalized. And they spend so much following regulations, you know, putting into digital and data, and they get so disconnected to the patient and the patient-physician relationship get worse and worse. All they, you know, fear is the mistakes and not getting sued, you know, getting expensive insurance for, and, and they lost their original passion about it. And under this circumstance, people get so burnt out. and this book is really helping them to get out. You know, we are at the best point, turning point of our healthcare system. Yeah. And the, the biggest crisis is the biggest turning point. And this book helped them to see what the future medicine is look like and how you prepare yourself to, to enter that new world of future medicine. That is simply beautiful because you just described this turning point and i think it's huge in our in our medical community and in healthcare but it almost applies to the entire global situation we're in where we meet this crisis and it's 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 an opportunity to shift to pivot and to make a change and i love the way you described how much technology a doctor has to deal with today just like a regular general practitioner, just your GP. When I went to my doctor the last time, he spent more time typing information into the computer than, than connecting with me. You know, he would sort of look my direction, but he wasn't looking at me. And it sort of creeped me out because he spent all this time clicking on his keyboard while trying to look like he was looking at me. And I felt this complete disconnect. And I'm trying to, you know, talk about my body and my health and what's important to me. And he had all of these new HIPAA guidelines where he had to put so much information into his computer that we really only had two or three minutes of face-to-face -face time where he wasn't, you know, totally overwhelmed by, by the computer and his time limits. And, and it was, um, it was just creepy. So I know what you're talking about in that, in that we lose that connection to our patients and, and the reason that we got into healthcare in the first place. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, let's go with, let's see, I believe you are building a retreat center. Is that something you'd like to talk about now? Or are you ready to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, when when I wrote the, the book and at the same time, um, you know, I am blessed to meet uh, 11 other um, uh, healers and coaches and, you know, practitioners and we all have the same goal to really help the um the doctors to transition to uh the future of medicine and uh the first thing first i notice is really have to bring the doctors out of their environment uh the burning out environment yeah. and into the nature and reconnect to nature and so they can have a chance to uh, realign uh, their purpose and uh, intuitively find their own uh, paths that serve them, serve their calling, serve their original purpose so that they no longer feel burnout. You know, burnout is not just physical exhaustion. You know, we can work very hard, but if we can work towards our dream, towards our purpose, we are working hard, but we're working in joy. You know, it's a joyful experience, no matter how hard you work. But if you're not serving your purpose, you work hard, you burn out. Yes. You're depressed. So the whole retreat program is for that purpose to bring, you know, the burnout anxious you know, away from those, you know, environment and into a tranquil nature, a sanctuary mm -hmm. that can connect to the water, the fresh air, the sunshine, the grass, the animals, the blue skies, you know, everything that will bring us back to our original nature that is self-sufficient to self-correct any illness that we deal with. Mm, that is amazing. Are you seeing people there now or are you just getting started? Uh, we actually start this at the moment, right before the pandemic start. <laughs> just like amazing timing. And uh, we organized a couple of workouts and retreats. At that time, uh, I don't have my own you know, retreat center yet. So I rented, I really spent a huge amount of time searching for such kind of beautiful place. And when people get there, they're just like, they don't want to leave. <laughs> and then I said, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, more sustainable uh, to find my own place, you know, so that people can have, um, you know, a, a consistent uh, place to, to, to enjoy. And uh, just recently, I finally uh, searched uh, a place, and uh, my my background is one of the the play, you know, the scenery <laughs> part of the new place. So I'm looking forward to to start building that place, and hopefully we will um, restart that uh, next year. Oh, beautiful. That is so important, really, to get back to nature. And if you're suffering from burnout, getting outside, breathing in, the air, getting your feet on the ground and noticing your surrounding is, is one of the best ways to start reversing that burnout. That is just beautiful. 
And since the name of our podcast today is Health and Wellness Made Easy, I wonder if you would share with us something that most of us take for granted, something that you tell all of the people that you work with that might help them make health and wellness just a little bit easier, something pretty much you hear yourself repeating over and over to pretty much everyone you work with, and how might you help us make health and wellness a little easier? That's such a great question. I, I love it. You call it made it easy. Yes. <laughs> Life is supposed to be easier and we made it hard. Now we have to make it back <laughs> to easier ones. Yes. The one thing that I repeatedly, uh, you know, telling my clients and, you know, friends uh, to, to ask me for advice is learning how to use GPS in your life. And, you know, if, if you're a driver, you probably you know, take it for granted, right? <laughs> you just uh, set your GPS and off you go. Yeah. And, but in, in our life, we kind of forget life is that simple and easy. And one thing is, you know, for the GPS to work in your life is know your destination. If you don't know, if you lost your destination, how can you set up and you'll get lost for sure. <laughs> so it's, that's easy, right? And, and uh, you know, in my first book, uh, The Joy of Letting Go, and I talk about uh, an Australian nurse that, who wrote a book about the top five uh, deathbed regrets of all the dying patients. Mm. And one of them is... You know, people lived there all their life trying to please everyone's expectation of them, never lived for themselves. And the other is walking too hard <laughs> for their whole life and never gets to do really what they want to do. It's always like, wait until I get more money, I'll do this. So when I was coaching people and I coached, why? Why don't you just do it now? <laughs> Oftentimes people say, you know, if I do my dream, I will not make money. You know, it's not sustainable. But why can we, you know, there's always a way we can do both. And all my clients eventually out of my program find a way to do their, do their what they love and still earning money and not worrying, you know, about the financial insecurity. So, yeah, first thing is knowing your destination. And the second thing is you have to trust your GPS. I don't, I know my husband is the one that doesn't trust the GPS on the road. He's always fighting with it. <laughs> so I was like, you know, which way is easier? Just listen to it. You know, don't worry. You know, the GPS will misguide you off the cliff or something. <laughs> so we, we lost trust these days. And, you know, we, we burn out and all these we, we do not trust our intuition. We do not know how to use our emotion as a GPS. And I talk a lot about this in my book and on my coaching. And it's a, <clears throat> it's a great uh, transformation point uh, for people. And the, the third is always remember to upgrade your map. You know, imagine you use an old map in an ever-changing world. <laughs> You're for sure to get frustrated and, you know, bump into something that you don't really want. Oh. So always upgrading. And that's all our coaching is about. Upgrading your childhood beliefs that you picked up from your family, your society that is no longer serving your purpose. Mm. You have to upgrade. Otherwise, you're always stuck. 
And, you know, that's, that's the things that I want to give people. Make it easy. Just learn to use your GPS in your life. I love that. Use your GPS, but you have to have the destination plugged in and you might have to sort of let go of control and trust. <laughs> because we have- don't, fight it. don't fight it with it. Otherwise, what's the point to have a GPS? <laughs> Just use your own MacBook, right? <laughs> go back to the hard life. <laughs> Well, I've always said that, you know, inside of us, we have a compass. We have that GPS. And I know if I'm on the right path by how I feel inside. Exactly. You know, I have that barometer, you know, that that gets uncomfortable if I'm heading in the wrong direction and paying attention to that and then updating the map, you know, maybe. And if the destination was, was not a good one, maybe I need to to pick another destination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's so simple. Remember your GPS. <laughs> yeah, simple. <laughs> oh, Shumei, you're just delightful to, to speak with. I would love to talk to you all day. But let's get to how can people find out more about you, what you do, or working with you? Where can we find more about you? Uh, you can follow me on my Instagram. It's uh, Life Coaching with Dr. Z. <laughs> oh, lovely. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you know, getting my book is on Amazon. But if you want, I have some copies to free to give away. If you want to uh, get it, just uh, email me. It's support at H-O-E holistic wellness dot com. And people always ask me what H-O-E for. It's pronounced a whole. It's actually the short abbreviation for heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. I love it. And, and we call it HOE because we want to move the P from hope. You know, the word H-O-P-E. And P is really something that prevents us, you know, from getting HOE, heaven on earth. And we get stuck with a lot of things. If we remove those, you know, P, then we get HOE that you can enjoy heaven on earth. So H-O-E, holisticwellness.com. Oh, that's beautiful. I'll be sure to put uh, on this episode, you'll find right below a link on how to get a hold of Shanae and the Holistic Great. Wellness Center. That is amazing. Thank you so much again for being here. Be sure to check back for more episodes of Health and Wellness Made Easy with Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. You can find more information about me at laurajadair.com. Be sure to check back for our next episode coming soon. Until next time, my friends, 